There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free this is tracy v wilson from stuff you missed in history class the national sales event is on at your toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Stay connected and never miss a beat with AT&T. Our reliable network covers more roads than any other carrier, ensuring you're always in the loop. Whether it's tournament upsets, buzzer beaters, or social media buzz, stay up to date. Don't let the action pass you by. Check if you're eligible for a free trial of in-car Wi-Fi at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. And keep the madness going. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hello and welcome to episode 101 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Friday, everyone. Hope you are ready to sweat a bunch of different sports, guys. we got a ton going on today. We have 18 college basketball games, 7 NHL games, 9 NBA games, and we're also going to preview a little huge matchup here, uh, Wilder Fury. Big heavyweight bout going on this weekend, Saturday night will take place at the MGM Graham Garden Arena. It's going to be the WBC heavyweight title on the line here. Huge matchup. We don't talk a lot about um, about boxing, but I think it's important to uh, kind of set the stage here and, and what we're working with and where the early money is going. The fight is, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I remember back in the day, one of the earliest fights I remember is um, Evander Holyfield, Mike Tyson. I want to say I was maybe 10 years old, but uh, that was when Tyson uh, bit Holyfield's ear off. But um, it's funny because, you know, Rocky and Muhammad Ali, boxing used to be huge, and it's, it's cool to see boxing kind of come back. And just from talking to a lot of guys at VEASAN and wise guys around Vegas, there's nothing like a big boxing match. Really, no sport comes close, just the energy, the excitement. Uh, so we'll break down the lines, and we'll uh, also talk about where some early smart money is going. But uh, as always, guys, thank you for tuning in. Big Friday here. Let's finish up our week strong. I uh, want to mention a couple housekeeping things. Number one, we do have... Point Spread Weekly Magazine out, came out a couple days ago, it's going to have you covered, uh, really today's the day you want to get it, even get it tomorrow too, but 
Um, it'll prep you for all of college hoops this weekend. You got a lot of great stuff from our guy, Matty Humans, uh, Greg Peterson, Steve Mackinnon's uh, strength ratings are really, really great to follow here. Also, we have uh, some breakdowns from um, Dave Tooley and all of our uh, experts here in boxing, Brett Lawson, to talk about Wilder Fury. We also have NASCAR, Pennzoil 400, as well as XFL, um, NBA, also talk some NHL, uh, Lou Finicario on MMA, Wes Reynolds on golf, so that's all included. We also got Brady Cannon, um, Wes, Maddie, everybody, the whole team. So if you're interested, you can go to vsun.com slash subscribe, and we do have a seven-day free trial. Give it a shot, see if you like it. I know you will. Uh, Points Red Weekly Magazine is usually $9.99, but we got some pr- uh, great promotions going on right now, guys. If you uh, can get it on a year for $240, bucks, about $0.65 cents a day, and it is so, so worth it. Uh, as always, guys, remember, uh, the conversation never ends. Make sure you're on Twitter where you can uh, – it's just a source of information and you can keep track of uh, different line moves and follow sports books, follow um, betting experts. Make sure you, make sure you follow VEASAN Live at VEASAN Live. You can find me at Josh underscore insights. Uh, and as always, you can email me anytime, josh at VEASAN.com. Feedback, comments, uh, questions about life, I'm here for you. Um, I'm always here for you, so you can hit me up anytime. Uh, and remember, we do have the Lombardi line coming up this weekend, as always. Um, little tweak to the show. Pretty awesome. We, uh, I'm now really going to be the third man in, so um, I'll be on a little more often than usual, which I'm really excited about. And it's really going to be a three-man team, as always, with uh, Patrick Maher, the best host on the planet, Michael Lombardi, uh, sharpest guy I know. And I'm kind of the, uh, the third guy in now, but it's going to be great because um, we're going to be talking about a ton of college hoops tomorrow. And the Lombardi line will be from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern time. So we went from three hours to two, but that means we're just going to pack in everything. We're going to hit on more games than usual. Um, we've been getting a lot of great feedback on the Lombardi line. We're trying to improve everything. And then we're going to have the replay on Nesson right after. So it'll be uh, actually four, four hours instead of three uh, with a, uh, a playback of the first two hours. Uh, but let's get after it, guys. So I want to start off talking a little bit of Wilder and Fury. So um, obviously, you know, NBA, college basketball, to a lesser extent, NHL. I did see my Bruins picked up Oscar Case, got rid of David Backus' contract, so a uh, big move for my bees. Finally, Don Sweeney did something. Uh, but really, you know, there's a huge match, a huge boxing match coming this Saturday, guys. Uh, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, like we said, it's going to be around 11 o'clock at night, Eastern Time, tomorrow night at the MGM Grand, Grand Garden Arena. Uh, and this is going to be a rematch here. The first fight took place December 1st, 2018. It was a controversial uh, split decision. A lot of people thought that Fury uh, should have been awarded the victory here. Uh, but two, you know, it's an era where uh, heavyweight boxing is, uh, you know, people love it. And this is, uh, this is as good of a matchup as you're going to get. Wilder is 42-0-1. He's the reigning WBC heavyweight championship uh, champion. He's held the title since 2015. Of his 42 wins, 41 have come via knockout. He's called the most powerful puncher, uh, the bronze bomber. He's 34 years old. He's six foot seven. And he's taken on uh, Tyson Fury, six foot nine. Uh, he's from Manchester, England. He's called the Gypsy King. He's thirty-one. He's twenty-nine, zero and one. Uh, and again, when the first uh, bout took place here, it was a great match, but um, it was a split decision. And one guy had Wilder winning, one guy had Fury winning, one guy had a, um, an even, you know, kind of tie opportunity. So uh, with the rematch here, obviously it's going to be super hyped. Uh, make sure you get to a place that's showing the game pay-per-view, and maybe you can get in for free. That's the goal, or pay a bar five bucks cover charge to watch it. But should be a great fight here. Wilder uh, at Circus Sports opened as a slight minus 115 favorite. Fury is a minus 105 dog. So it's kind of a toss-up type spot here. The over-under for rounds is 10.5. The over is juiced, minus 125. The under is plus 105. 
Um, you can also bet on the exact result odds. So if you get Wilder by a knockout, TKO or DQ, it's plus 140. Fury by decision, plus 180. Fury by knockout, TKO, DQ, plus 485. And then Wilder by decision, plus 1325. So kind of what these odds are telling you is the favorite is Wilder by a knockout, um, a TKO or a DQ. And the second favorite is Fury by decision. So Fury's not going to knock him out, but a win by decision. Or Wilder's just going to win by knockout, um, you know, in that regard. So that kind of gives you a little insight here. Uh, but from just what I've been looking across, you know, I'm not a, uh, I don't think I'm a boxing expert, but I'm definitely a line movement expert. And uh, kind of what I've been seeing is you have had some big bets come in on Wilder here. Uh, I saw a tweet from Ben Fox of ESPN. Five of the six biggest bets so far, all five figures or more, uh, are on Wilder. And they've only taken one bet. Um, or they've taken their only big bet. Uh, they only had one of them on Tyson Fury. It was a $40,000 wager. So I think the key with boxing is really game day. Uh, fight day is when these big, big, um, when these big bets come in. So I think it's, it's important to follow these big bets. But I am starting to see the line move a little bit more toward Wilder. It looks like he's going up from minus 115 to minus 120 at a lot of books. You know, on the one hand, we always talk about, you know, this is a uh, an old adage and it's, you know, kind of someone – at my uh, my first job in the industry told me bet favorites early and dogs late you know it's not guaranteed every single time but it's a general rule of thumb that can help you a lot so if you like wilder i bet him sooner than later i think game day fight day you're gonna have a lot of um, recreational money and probably some big bets coming in on wilder i think also the fact that you know he uh kind of the split decision and maybe he took uh took fury you know didn't take took him for granted or um you know maybe just thought he just waltzed through that fight I like the fact that a lot of people are saying he should have lost. Maybe that gives him a chip on his shoulder. Um, so keep take that into account. But again, in terms of favorites, early dogs, if you like Wilder, I'd consider betting him now sooner rather than later because I think this line is going to creep up. On the flip side, if you like Fury, you should probably wait it out because uh, it sounds like he's going to uh, get a little more plus money as he moves closer to uh, you know plus one uh, even money, plus 105, something like that. Maybe get a plus 110. Uh, but as of now, uh, I'm leaning wilder here, so we'll have to see how uh, how, the, how things change when these big bets roll in. Uh, but let's flip it over to NBA. Let's start with some NBA guys. Got a lot of NBA to talk about. Uh, last night had some uh, had some decent hits. Uh, Milwaukee laying the 13, able to get that. The Milwaukee over cashed as well. The Warriors over. Um, Miami under. Bulls over. Uh, Grizz money line couldn't get that. The one that really upset me is the Nets. Uh, the Nets sharp as attack, eight and a half down to six and a half, and. Uh, they lost in overtime by eight, so a brutal bad beat. Uh, side note, the worst beat maybe of all time was that Gonzaga game last night. Uh, we were able to get the under in that one, but San Francisco, they're up at the half, and they were tr- their line closed at 16.5. They were down by 14 in Gonzaga. This is what drives you nuts about college basketball. They're up by 14 with three seconds left, inbound, hit a three, win by 17. If you had... San Francisco plus 16 and a half. That may go on the wall for the, the worst, you know, Hall of Fame, uh, worst bad beat of all time. That is just absolutely brutal. Um, but, you know, quietly, kind of that Nets play was brutal too because, again, Nets were in it, went to overtime. They were tied, and they scored one point in overtime, which is just absolutely absurd. Uh, we did see 5-1 uh, and one to, the, to the over yesterday, so overs continue to cash and do well. So kind of keep that in mind. I think we're still waiting for... Uh, regression here with unders roaring back, but it's just you know it's now over 53.1% to the over, so just absolutely ridiculous here with these overs. But they continue to cash. So tonight nine games. Let's just start uh, flying through them, guys. Um, first one that caught my eye: the Cavs and the Wizards. 
Again, I think you have value here to the over. This line opened at 235, 235 and a half. It's up to 236. You may be able to get a 235 and a half still, but public sees a really high total and they're actually leaning under on this one. But yet we've seen this line either stay the same or rise. Again, overs 431 and 387 this year. Um, again, after a 5 and 1 night last night. But the key here is these non division overs. When they're not in the same division, it benefits the over even more because the lack of familiarity kind of leads to more offense. Uh, whereas if you're in the same division, um, you kind of know what to expect. And you can game game plan, play more D, um, so that benefits the under. But non-division overs, they're almost 54.5%. Uh, so this would match as a non-division over uh, total on the rise, even though it's high. You've seen a ton of sharp action on the over. Uh, last move was 235, so you're still not that far from the triggering number there. Uh, but if you take a look also, um, you do have two pretty good over teams, Cleveland 30-24. and 24. Washington 31 and 21. So uh, let's get an over here. Uh, first game, Cavs and Wizards. Keep cruising. Uh, Suns and the Raptors is another overplay. Get ready for a lot of overs, guys. It's crazy. But uh, Suns Raptors open 228 and a half. It's up to 229 and a half. This would match as a non conference over that rises. That's 59% this year. So not only are you non division, but non conference, different conferences. Total on the rise at least one point, 59% to the over. It's also a sub 230. On the rise, that's 57%. Um, it's also a fast-paced over. So we've seen a lot of over money to that Suns spot. Um, also have some a uh, couple over refs here, James Williams, Scott Wall. So uh, getting over there, hopefully. Keep cruising. Uh, Indiana and New York Knicks. Um, I think you have an opportunity here. You know, this one, this is kind of a tough one here because uh, the fade tanking system would be on the Pacers. So Pacers opened at minus 5.5. They're up to 6.5 or even 7. To me, if you get a 7.5, this seems like a Knicks play. Uh, the Knicks obviously have been god-awful here, uh, but you've seen some smart money hit the Knicks at 7. So again, I think we're going to run into this a lot down the stretch where these tanking systems favor one team, but there's a ton of value the other way. So it's kind of tough. You know, you saw the uh, the Bucks cover in the tanking spot last night, but you actually saw um, the Hawks win straight up against the Miami Heat, and that was a tanking match as well. So um, they're only getting, Knicks are only getting about two out of 10 bets. But again, when it becomes a super inflated line, like I think the key with the Hawks, the key with um, the Bucks yesterday is it stayed around 13, 13 and a half. If the Pacers are going from five and a half up to seven and a half, like if you get a point and a half or more, then to me there's value to buy low on the Knicks there. And um, obviously the Knicks are, um, again, like we mentioned, they're, they're terrible here, but they're actually 29 and 25 ATS. Um, at home, they're 14 and 13 ATS. So keep that in mind. Uh, keep cruising. Celtics and the T-Wolves. Now this is a... Uh, this is a tanky match here on the Celtics. Uh, no Kemba Walker, but also no Carl Anthony Towns. You have heavy betting on the Celtics. They open minus seven on the road. They're still at seven or going up to seven and a half. I think you want to get the seven if possible. But again, this would be your uh, road favorite, good team in the playoffs versus a team that's tanking. Uh, so that would be it's a two and one so far, and because it did match also with Houston last night. Uh, but take that road favorite tank versus non-tank. Um, and that is uh, 57% historically. So laying the wood with the Celtics uh, is not a bad play, even though you're heavy with the public. Uh, also saw a little bit to the under in that one, believe it or not. I think it's one of your only sharp under plays tonight. Open 230.5. It's all the way down to 226.5. So a lot of under money. And again, no Kemba Walker and uh, and no Carl Anthony Towns. Do have a really good under ump. Curtis Blair, he's about 55% to the under. And uh, Celtics are actually pretty good to the under, 30 and 24 so keep that in mind. Uh, keep cruising. Denver and OKC, really sharp play to Oklahoma City, guys. I wrote about this in the newsletter this morning. 
Uh, make sure you sign up if you haven't yet. VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Uh, but this game opened as a one-point favorite for the Nuggets, minus one on the road. And they're getting three out of four bets, one of the most lopsided games tonight. Yet this line has moved to OKC minus one and a half. So really, really sharp reverse line move there where public's on, on Denver, yet the line moved to OKC. And public continues to hammer OKC across the board. So I think it's a good buy low spot to back Oklahoma City. You know, I don't, I wouldn't love laying the one and a half at this point. But if you can look at a money line play, you get a book maybe that's still at minus one. You're laying around minus 120. It's kind of just like a high juice. So I think there's some value there. Also, Oklahoma City, quietly, 36-19. and 19. Just a fantastic team to bet on under the radar. And that's you can take advantage of public bias where OKC is kind of a small market. And, um, you know, they, they traded away some of their stars. But it's a good buy low opportunity uh, to back OKC on the money line. Saw a little bit to the over, 215 up to 215 and a half. Nothing crazy, but that total did rise. Uh, San Antonio Spurs at the Utah Jazz, another sharp over. Uh, kind of both pros and Joes, 222 up to 224. Some books are even 224.5. This would be a non-division over on the rise, 61% this year. A sub-230 on the rise, 57% this year. So both of those systems would match. And pros have uh, continued to hit San Antonio, even though that total is rising. And you do have another good over on Ben Taylor, about 55% to the over. Uh, both teams are good to the over. Utah 29 and 25. San Antonio 33 and 20 in that one. And DeMar DeRozan is in, so good to, good good for the over. Uh, Pelicans and Blazers. I think you have a sharp spot here to back the Pelicans, believe it or not. Uh, line open at Pelicans minus three. It's now up to five. Looks like it may even go to five and a half. But you've really seen pros hammer the, uh, the Pelicans, and there really hasn't been much buyback here on Portland. Uh, and this is a big injury move because Damian Lillard is out. So everyone is is active for New Orleans. Zion's in there. Uh, Brandon Ingram is in there. And that line is moving in their favor. You do have a couple good road refs. Uh, Tony Brothers and Tony Brown, both really bad to the home team. Um, but it looks like the last move on New Orleans was minus five. So Sharp still like New Orleans up to minus five. Again, it's five and a half now. Um, I'm actually seeing some books getting closer to six. So I try to get anything below um, below that, that five and a half, six, uh, five ideally. But still five and a half some value there. Uh, also, the over, getting getting hammered, guys. It's now the highest on the board, 235 and a half up to 239. And that would, again, be a high total rising. That system is 60% this year. Uh, non-division over on the rise. Non-division, um, uh, non, non-division matchup over on the rise as well. So continues to get hit. You have a couple over refs. Tony, uh, once again, you got uh, Tony Brothers there actually good to the road team and the over as well and you do have the pelicans and portland both good to the over 31 and 22 and 30 and 25 respectively uh, and then last game of the night uh, another over guys grizzlies and lakers 232 and a half up to 234 and a half so you've got a ton of movement there on that over the one thing that worries me a little bit is this is a, this is a back-to-back for memphis um, so you have seen kind of a sharp line move to memphis they went from plus 11 stayed at 11 or even down to 10 and a half even though seven out of ten bets are on the lakers um, but that over, uh, you worry about some tired legs there, but maybe that um, just causes a lot of back and forth and a lot of fast break, hopefully. Uh, but lots of overs, guys. If you like overs, now is, now is the uh, – it's, it's like the Wild West betting these overs in the NBA. Uh, let's flip it over to NHL. Uh, so NHL, guys, uh, one of our first down nights in a while here. Last night, um, uh, let's see, we had a win with St. Louis, but um, Tampa Bay lost finally, and then the killer was Washington. Montreal is my nemesis. I bet on Montreal, they lose. I bet against them, they win. It's just ridiculous. 
uh, but we're going to grind back like we always do. So a bunch of games in the NHL. Uh, first one that caught my eye uh, was Detroit and New York Islanders. So this game here, huge discrepancy. Obviously, you're laying a massive number for the Islanders here. Uh, but Detroit, minus 105, goals, four goals against. They're the worst team on the road, 5, 25, and 2. The Islanders, plus 6, 18, 7, and 4. They just got um, Green from uh, New Jersey, good defenseman here. So, again, this is a huge number. Uh, it, it, did, it actually ticked down a little bit. or kind of stayed the same, about minus 310, 320, still around minus 310, 320. Um, so, again, you're laying a huge number. You may even look at the spread, minus 1.5 at around minus 115. Not a bad spot there, but uh, big advantage there. Goals for goals against uh, for the Islanders. Uh, Nashville and Chicago. Nashville's looking pretty good here, guys. They opened uh, around minus 130, one around 125 130 they've stayed about the same and uh they would match a bunch of systems in terms of a uh visiting favorite a road favorite and also that um, visiting uh favorite well-rested system which is 31 and 22 this year it's 58 percent so nashville uh minus one goals for goals against but chicago minus 15 nashville 16 11 and three on the road chicago 12 13 and four at home but again uh short road favorite love these systems here you're seeing some late um, steam come in on Nashville. And both teams, um, Chicago last played the 19th, so two days off. And Nashville last played on the 18th, so that well-rested road favorite match. Nashville's also off a loss, so I think you're going to get a good effort out of them. Uh, but the Preds here, uh, some good system matches. St. Louis and Dallas. Um, this is a tough one because St. Louis plus 19, Dallas plus 11. Uh, St. Louis 14, 11, and 5 on the road. Dallas 18, 9, and 2 at home. But St. Louis is on the second leg of a back-to-back, and Dallas did have a line move, minus 135 up to around minus 140. Um, so this would be a rest-first-tired match here on Dallas. So if you're betting that game, I, I do lean Dallas on that one. Uh, keep cruising. Last one that really caught my eye was Colorado-Anaheim. Um, this game here, you have, uh, I think, good opportunity to back Colorado. Uh, big discrepancy, plus 44. Goals for, goals against Anaheim, minus 34. So massive discrepancy there. Colorado 18-9-2 on the road. Anaheim 12-12-3 uh, at home. Anaheim also just traded uh, Oscar Case to, to my bees, so they're down a guy. Uh, sign open around minus 150 Colorado on the road. It's now up to around minus 160. So line move, non-division road favorite, uh, matching a bunch of systems here. I do have this system I just created, a visiting favorite down the stretch. They made the playoffs last year. The opponent did not. Uh, and that's 3-2 and two this year, and it's uh, 62% historically. So that would be a match on Anaheim. Uh, Minnesota-Edmonton was the last one. A little uh, little buy low opportunity on Edmonton. Minnesota minus 10, Edmonton plus 6. Minnesota 11-15-2 on the road. Edmonton 15-9-5 at home. Uh, but the line opened as a short favorite to Edmonton around minus 110. It's up to around minus 115. So the line's moving to Edmonton a little bit here. And you also have even rest, but... Wild off a win, Edmonton off a loss. I think you can buy low on Edmonton there um, in that uh, that undervalued home short uh, short favorite spot there. Um, but now let's cruise and uh, talk some college hoops. So college hoops, guys, uh, about even yesterday. Uh, Ohio State is dead to me. Uh, FU Ohio State, I'm sorry. But I love that Ohio State play. They actually got down to one and a half or even one. And I got, uh, got two and a half. Felt like we killed that line. Ken Palm has it as a one-point game. And what happens? Uh, of course, Ohio State gets absolutely rolled, um, which is always fun. Uh, 85-76. I mean, they only lost by nine, but 
Um, I think they were down big early, so uh, that one annoyed me. But did have some good hits. Gonzaga under. Arizona State, uh, probably the best play of the night. Um, inflated opportunity. Uh, Arizona State, plus two. They won straight up 77-72. Uh, Temple got the win. Uh, let's see, Cal Poly under. Uh, what else do we have? Um, Troy under. Portland State under. Cleveland State over. Um, my UVM Catamounts covering the spread. Love that. Stanford over. Colorado over. Loyola Marymount under. So we're grinding like always. I had and Tennessee Martin under. So I had about about even about 15 and 15 with plays last night. So um, you know we got to pay the juice. So uh, we got we got to do better than that. Uh, but we're reading the market correctly. So some breaks go your way, some don't. But seriously, condolences to anyone on uh, San Francisco laying or getting 16 and a half and losing by 17. It's literally the worst beat of all time. Uh, but today. Short slate here, only 18 games. So let's uh, let's fly through some of these. The first one that caught my eye, Sacred Heart and Merrimack. Uh, again, remember today, guys, really it's all about Saturdays in college basketball. So Fridays are sneaky with a lot of small matchups, but just know that you know the public is going to want to bet some college hoops on a Friday night. They're going to bet games they don't really know anything about. So we can take advantage of line moves and um, kind of some uh, more contrained value than usual on small market games that the public has got no idea uh, in terms of an edge. So first one, Sacred Heart Merrimack. It's a 5 o'clock game. Uh, it's an added game, extra game. So it's kind of under the radar, but it's decent, decently heavily bet here because it's an early game. Uh, but did see some value here uh, to the under. It opened at 129. It's down to 128. So you've seen some sharp action hit that under. Uh, they really liked it early at 129. But both teams are actually really good to the under. Uh, 16 and 9 and 17 uh, and 19 and 7. So they're averaging about 70. Um, give some uh, Merrimack's actually scoring 62, giving up 60, and it looks like um, you know last time these teams played it was a 65 to 57 game, January 2nd. So uh, good under opportunity there in an added game, extra game with the total falling. Uh, Yale Cornell another under here, and by the way that Merrimack under Ken Palm has as a 124 final score, so you can get under 128, good value. Uh, Yale Cornell another under opportunity here. It opened at 137. It's down to 136 and a half, even 136. So um, both these teams here, looking at a uh, and pros are uh, really targeted this under, hit it a ton at 137. Um, but you got Yale scoring 75, giving up 63. Uh, Cornell scoring 66, giving up 70. Uh, last time these teams played, actually did go over 71 to 86. Um, but again, second second run at it here. Uh, seems like pros do have an edge here on the under even though uh, that first match came uh, came over. Wisconsin Green Bay and Detroit. Uh, this is an underplay, guys. This game opened 163.5, got all the way up to 165. So some early early betting here hit the over, caused it to really get up. And then once it got to 166, 165.5, that's when a lot of sharp money came the other way and caused it to fall. So this would match a lot of systems here, high under 150 or more. My super high unders. 160 or more they're 57 percent this year so that's kind of just a value play with a really inflated high total highest of the day and i think if you're getting under 165 and a half um, or better that's your top spot here uh, so hopefully you can get a uh, get a low score lower scoring game in that one niagara and fairfield some smart money to the over open one today's a big total day guy but guys by the way um, but the over 124 and a half up to 126 uh, it's a low bet game. It's a regular game, not an ad game, extra game. But pros hit the over. Um, looks like they hit it early at uh, 125 uh, was the big move there to the over. And, again, both teams good to the under. So 15-9, and 18-7, both teams. So 
Um, again, it's a situation where you can buy low on an over when the public thinks it's got to go under. Uh, last time these teams played, January 3rd, Niagara won 75-66, so uh, catch the over in that one. Keep on cruising, Monmouth and Marist. Uh, some smart money here to the under. Open at 135.5. It's down to 134.5. Ken Palm has this as a 132 game. Seen a ton of smart money. Uh, last move here was under 135. Uh, so good value there. To the under, um, you do have Monmouth great to the under 16 and 9. Marist is, uh, or sorry, Monmouth is great to the over 16 and 9. Uh, Marist is 13 and 10 to the under. But that's a, a spot where Monmouth good to the over. Public will bet the over because of that. Uh, but yet you've actually seen um, a good buy opportunity on the under. Brown and Columbia. Anyone want to sweat an over here with an Ivy League game? 138 up to 140. So you've seen that total rise. Uh, pros hit it a couple times, 138, 139. And um, looking at Brown scoring 68, giving up 69. Columbia scoring 67, giving up 61. Last time these teams played, it was a 66-72 game uh, that went to the under. So um, I think you can... Go the other way here, uh, back in over opportunity. Penn and Dartmouth. Uh, money line here, play to Penn, I think. Um, Penn open minus one on the road. They're up to minus two. And I think Ken Palm has, has a either one or two-point game. But it seems like Penn does have the advantage here. You know, I'll also look at uh, Ken Palm on the fan match page when he uh, lists the, um, the rankings of the teams. So if you look at Penn, uh, Pennsylvania, where are you at, Penn? Um, they're the 146th ranked team in the country. Dartmouth is 218, so big discrepancy there. You've seen Penn get steamed a little bit, a low bet, a low bet game, uh, but that line is moving up in their favor. Also to the over, open 132, it's up to 134. Seems like it may even go to 134 and a half. So um, to the over and to Penn in that one. Penn is 13 and 8, Dartmouth 9 and 14, so that one kind of makes sense a little bit. Um, and Penn did win 54-46, their last spot. So uh, that one that one went way under. So maybe Sharps think that was a fluke there, and they like the over here. Canisius and Quinnipiac, smart money to the over. Open 146. It's up to 147. Uh, you've seen some pro money hit that over across the board, um, causing it to rise. Uh, Canisius, 69, giving up 71. Uh, almost exactly the same. Quinnipiac, 69, giving up 72. Uh, but the under is 19, uh, 14 and 9 to Quinnipiac. The over is 12 and 11. Um, but last time these teams met, it was a 90 to 73 game. So it uh, went way over with that one. So maybe public, uh, uh, you know, pros and Joes actually both. Um, really not a lot of Joes in this Canisius Quinnipiac, but percentage wise. Uh, and I think the other thing, misconception, is when you look at percentages, and it may, maybe it says, you know, 60% to the over, it may not be public because it's so low bet. That might just be. Sharps betting the over. So I think with percentages, you got to remember, they're really most valuable in terms of heavily bet games with public action. Uh, Bryant, some smart money here to the under against St. Francis, New York. Open 142 and a half. It's down to 141. So you've seen some pro money hit that under a couple different times, uh, causing that line to fall in a really uh, added game, obscure game. So you know, you know uh, pros have an edge there. Wisconsin, Milwaukee, and Oakland. Uh, you've seen this line really rise a ton. So it opened at uh, 135. It's up to 139.5. You worry about some you know, buyback opportunity, but really haven't seen it yet. It just continues to rise. So at some point, you got to think there will be buyback. But you've seen a lot of money move that up. It looks like probably the true opener maybe was closer to around 137. But uh, either way, that did rise. 
and Oakland, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, um, averaging 72, giving up 72. Oakland, 66, giving up 69. Uh, and it looks like last time these teams played, it was a 68-73 game that went over. And then last game of the night, VCU-St. Louis. This is uh, one of your biggest games of the night. It's a 9 o'clock game. A couple teams that public actually knows know, uh, they knows who, they know who they are. But VCU-St. Louis, uh, good opportunity to fade the trendy dog and back VCU on the road. Uh, VCU is 17-9. St. Louis is 18-8. But VCU is 9-17 against the spread. So public does not like VCU. They bet on them and they've lost, even though they've won the games they haven't covered. St. Louis is 13-12 ATS. Uh, VCU is also on a three-game losing skid, so public is fine to uh, to fade them. But the oddsmakers open VCU at minus one on the road. So they knew public would load up on St. Louis. That's exactly what they're doing. Two-thirds of bets on St. Louis, yet VCU has gone from minus one up to minus two. So I think that's a buy-low opportunity here to uh, back that road favorite in a fade-the-trendy dog spot. Uh, if you're worried about laying a one-and-a-half or two, you can get a money line around minus 130. It's really not a bad opportunity there. Uh, but I'll be uh, I'll be sweating late VCU, uh, rare contrarian favorite, and a night with not a lot of games. That's your only nine o'clock game. So great bet, uh, betting against the public opportunity there, and the most heavily bet game uh, of the night when it's all said and done. Uh, that's about it, guys. Another day, another dollar. Uh, thank you for uh, tuning in. And by the way, I was uh, I was wondering, does my, does my voice sound any better? Does it sound any clearer? Does it sound any different? Because uh, I was able to buy the the Yeti microphone uh, i'm going all in on the pod should have done it a long time ago uh but it was about 150 bucks 130 bucks maybe and uh, i'm loving it it's like a true podcast mic it's beautiful it's my new baby and uh hopefully my voice sounds better i wanted to invest in the pod make it a better experience so hopefully the uh, the yeti blue uh microphone uh, podcast mic is an improvement hopefully it makes your listening experience very very uh enjoyable um but hope everyone has a great weekend. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Uh, excited for a big uh, weekend on the Lombardi line. Hope to see all of you there. Remember, 9 a.m. to uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, tune in on Nesson if you're in the New England area. It'll be streamed on VEASAN like it always is. Uh, but big weekend ahead. We got Tyson and, uh, and Wilder. I'll update you guys in the newsletter uh, how the bets are coming in. So, again, if you haven't signed up, make sure you're at uh, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. It is free. I don't know why you wouldn't do it. Do me a favor, tell a friend. Let's get uh, the newsletter trending worldwide. Um, and as always, guys, uh, the betting conversation, it never ends. And if you're looking to learn more about betting, you're serious about sports betting, you want to improve, you want to get as much knowledge as you possibly can, think about buying my book. It's called The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. It's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Uh, I put everything I, I've learned into that book. So uh, it starts off with the betting fundamentals, what is a spread, what is a money line, what is a total, What's the juice? Yada, yada, yada. And then it goes into how lines are set, how to read line movement, how to identify sharp action, how to go contrarian, uh, how to set up a bankroll management plan, how much you should bet each game, how to shop for the best line, how to place a bet in person or online. Uh, and then it gets into every single sport, uh, tips and strategies for all the major sports, and kind of ends with uh, how to build a betting community and kind of the mentality you need to be a sports better. Uh, and spoiler alert, you got to have thick skin, you got to grind. You can't get too high or too low. You got to play the long game. It's not sexy, but uh, that's how you really, um, you know, betting is hard. I, I hate, I can't stand with, you know, betting being, I love betting being legalized, but I can't stand all these, um, you know, kind of these different sites popping up, guaranteeing winners, and you're going to become a millionaire. And here's my five star lock. There's no such thing as a lock. But if you do your homework, 
You place yourself on the side of the house against the public with the sharps. You manage your bankroll properly. You don't get too high or too low. You just stay the course, think long-term. Marathon, auto sprint, that's how you succeed long-term. So uh, my book really kind of preaches that philosophy. But um, yeah, guys, if you have any questions, I'm always here for you at Josh underscore insights on Twitter, Josh at VEASAN.com. want to wish you a fantastic, profitable, excellent weekend. We'll be back at it on Monday. But again, hope to see you guys on the Lombardi line this weekend. So stay sharp, stay contrarian. I'll catch you at the window. And as always, you better not have a parlay slip in your hands. I'll see you guys. Uh, see you on Monday. But hope to see you this weekend on the Lombardi line. Good luck, guys. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years have a plan and know the game be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply.